Well, thank you so much, Hannah, for being a part of the podcast today. We just want to welcome everybody. We're so thrilled that you're here listening. And you guys, we have one of the best guests today. It's Hannah Keeley, and you've heard a little bit about her. Um, but let's just dive right in. Hannah, why don't you just share with us a little bit about your story? Well, I'll tell you, my story is probably every mom's story um, because we've all been there. We've all done that. Right. Uh, but I was totally overwhelmed. I have seven kids now, but I had I only had like three at the time. Okay. And before I started having kids, I thought, um, oh, I'm gonna so rock this mom thing. Like okay. I'm, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna be awesome. It. And I remember going out with my husband. I don't know why, Eileen. I have no idea why we decided to go to Chuck E. Cheese on a date when we were engaged. But I, <laughs> I don't know if was there no other place open. I don't know. But I remember we went to Chuck E. Cheese to eat some pizza. Oh, my gosh. And I saw this mom come in, and she had, like, the cute styled hair and designer bag. And her kids, I think they were all blonde and beautiful, and they all matched. And and their lands in clothes. And I was just, I couldn't take my eyes off her. I'm sure she thought I was this weird creeper because I was, like, you know, mesmerized by her. But she, like just portrayed everything I wanted. Like wow. I want to be that mom. You know, I want to be that it mom with she's so cool. She's got right. her act together. She's yep. stylish yep. and awesome and her kids love her. And um I wanted to be that Chuck E. Cheese mom. And <laughs> I was just like, you know, the dirty hair pulled back because I didn't have time for a shower. Old t-shirt of my husband because I thought, you know, I had gained so much weight that, right. you know, if I wear baggy shirts, it'll make me look slimmer, you know. Of right. course, it works so well. And <laughs> and, I had, and the expression, like I had no life, mm-hmm. no excitement. And right. I was getting ready to dump this load out on already like the six loads that were already there to be folded that mm-hmm. I wasn't going to get into today. And I just broke down and started sobbing right there. Wow. And I was just like, my life was so far from what I wanted. Mm-hmm. And I was just like sobbing into my laundry. I mean, we were in debt, like, yep. like drowning in debt. I was out of shape. Wow. I, my house was cluttered. I wasn't that mom I, I wanted to be, you right. know? That's so good. Right. And I remember I grabbed a sock of my, it was clean. I will, you know, I will say it was a clean sock and I'm like wiping my nose. It was like <laughs> ugly cry, but you don't know what's tears and what's not. And it's all just, yeah. Yeah. And oh I was God. wiping my face and and I realized at that moment that that is not the life that God created me to live. Like I knew wow. that I knew that he created me for more than that. I mean, everything mm. I'd read in the Bible was like his blessing and his abundance and his prosperity and his joy. And, right. and I was like, I always just felt like a shell. It's just wow. like trying to just get through the day. And right. so at that moment, I'm like, all right, no one's going to come in and help me. Like no one's going to come in with a check to pay off my debt. No one's going to come in and say, all right, we're going to start working out and so I was like, if it's going to change, I'm going to have to do it. And I'm going to have to do it God's way because I've tried my way and it doesn't work. So I'm going to start doing things God's way. And I used to be a behavior therapist. So I started using those tools I knew through, um, you know, changing your own behavior and then applying the word of God, like not just mm. thinking God was a good idea or his word was a good idea, but actually saying, all right, this is what his word says. Wow. I'm going to do it that way. Wow. And my life just started changing. And I started seeing other moms who were in the same boat that I was in. And so I was like, you know, there's a better way. And I don't know, wow, Eileen. That's just so kinda, good. I don't know. Yeah. It's just it's taken a life of its own. And 
And now I've got seven kids. They're all growing up and I'm helping moms do the same thing. And I'm right. just so what God does it's with a willing heart. So good. I love I love this part of your story too because you know, so often I think we expect that God is going to like supernaturally come down, you know, from heaven and and, and we're just going to magically be in shape and lead lives of incredible self-discipline. And, you know, it's like we just expect him to do it all. And it's yeah. like that lesson of no, we're partnering with God and he's not going to do what he's asked us to do. You know, I think that's a very hard lesson to learn, but especially in the, in the season of motherhood and feeling so overwhelmed, we have to figure out what do, what do I need to do? You know, mm -hmm. what is my part mm -hmm. in yeah, this? Absolutely. What was something Hannah, that when you were journeying out of that fatigue and that overwhelm, like what was one thing that you found you started changing? Well, I started, uh, the one thing I did that day and you're going to think that's really insignificant, but I, I folded the load of laundry. Like yeah. I, I stood up yeah. and I actually folded the load that I was bringing in there. And I think that little insignificant action was so significant to me because I had to put my hands to it. Like mm. God, God says, whatever you put your hand to will prosper, but we don't put our hands to it. You know, we're just wow. like, well, tomorrow I'll do it. Or you know, I'll get my budget together next week when I have time or, and we, and we're wondering why God's not blessing us. And he's like, girl, you got to put something into this game. Like he <laughs> equipped us to do so much, wow. but he's not, like you said, he's not going to do what he enabled us mm -hmm. to do. Right. So we've got to start. And it's kind of like, I like to think about it. Yeah. Like when we start taking action, we're like, all right, I'm printing out my statements and I'm going to get my budget together or you know what I'm going to like make sure I endeavor to spend quality time with my kids and really enjoy them and sometimes I think when we get that fire and we start mm. folding our laundry it's kind of like heaven's going oh she ain't playing now all right let's go let's go like troops you are deployed go help her out and so I, I, I so feel like good. You know, heaven is like, yes, and God wow. is cheering us on. And he's like, now you're ready. Like, now I can open supernatural wow. doors for you because you're showing that you're ready to be promoted out wow. of that dunghill and into a palace that I've already prepared for you. Wow. That is so good. And, you know, what do you think it takes for moms to kind of get to that place of that getting that fire? You know, because sometimes, yeah. and maybe people listening, you know, they, they feel it, it's almost like you can't, you don't even realize it's happening to you sometimes, but you're just falling into this place of passivity and like you feel like you can't do anything. Right. What would you say to somebody who wants that fire, but doesn't know how to, how to grab it? Yeah. Well, I think everything, every big life change is either going to come out of inspiration or desperation. And in my case, it came out of desperation. I was like, yeah. I can't be in more debt than I'm in. I can't, I, I'm out of shape. My house is a clutter. I mean, I was at that point where it's like, this is the bottom. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, you that's, know, that's started right. from the bottom. Now I'm here. So, yeah. <laughs> but, and, or you can just be inspired. You know, you yeah. can say, I want more for my life. And yeah. there's nothing wrong with wanting more for your life because God says in Ephesians 3.20 that he wants to give us exceedingly abundantly beyond what we can think or yeah. hope or imagine according to his glory at work in us through Christ Jesus. So yeah. we should be desiring more because he commanded us 
to multiply mm. and to prosper and to go forth and take authority and take dominion. And right. if we're living a passive life where it's like, oh, I'm just a mom, yeah. then we're not doing what God has ordained us to do. We're not wow. living our purpose. Wow. So that fire, I think it just comes naturally when you get a revelation of the life that God wants you to live. Yeah. And you're like, why am I wasting my time? Like, why am I living with less when God created me for more? Wow. Yeah, that is so good. I read where um, Jim Rohn said that one of the most powerful motivators we can experience is disgust. That when we hit disgust, that often is the time where we say, not another day yeah. will this happen again. Right. And that element of decisiveness is what it takes to start making progress. And sometimes we have to hit that place. We're looking in the mirror, wiping our yeah. face with the sock and yep. going, you know, not another day. Um, not so, another day. Not it's kind of like day. finding rat poop in your pantry. You're like, <laughs> there's a mouse in my house. I'm disgusted. There is mouse poop in my pantry. That's it. And all of a sudden we're like, I'm cleaning everything. <laughs> like we're, we become like these crazy women with all of our pantry out and we've got the Lysol and we're scrubbing everything down. And it's kind of like, that's where we have to get. We have to get like, oh, mouse poop with my life and just take authority. Wow. I, that's, that is, that has got to be the title of your next book. So rat poop in the pantry. Friends. Yeah. <laughs> well, he said he would lift us up out of the dunghill. That's right. Okay. <laughs> That's right. Lift us up out of the mouse poop. <laughs> so good. Oh, my gosh. Now, Hannah, I love that one of your phrases um, in your book is amazing. I just have to throw this up here on the screen. This is Crazy Mama. This is the book that Hannah wrote. But I love that it, one of the phrases that you said is don't let the pressure of now blur your vision for later. Right. What, um, talk to us about that. What do you mean by that? Well, I think the pressure of now is just moms live in a, such a state of urgency. You know, because we don't, I call it like we're MVPs because we're multivariable professionals. We, we, we're professionals. We need to treat our role as a profession, but we have to be able to deal with multiple variables at one time. Like there's the kid, you know, who's pulling every, all the nail polish out of the, of our bathroom counter. And then, and there's the bed that's not made. And, oh, we're supposed to have a phone call in 10 minutes. And the laundry is now spinning in a soffit cycle and it's about to rock the whole house down. And so we have all these different things going on at one time and we have to understand. That's why so many improvement programs don't work with moms Mm. because it's not like we have from nine to 1130, I'm going to do this. We don't have that luxury. Right. And so we have to learn how to kind of operate with all these variables. And that's that urgency of now. Like we get into this state where we just kind of, I just want to make it through Mm. to the end of this day so I can collapse in bed. Yeah. But we don't realize that we've set up like a stream of days just like that. That's going to just be circular. We're going to be back where we started from every day. Instead of letting that, instead of just really feeding into the vision of our lives. And we need to do that every morning. We need to have a purpose every morning okay. to lead us to our goals and not get distracted by all the urgency. We have to deal with the urgent. Mm-hmm. We can't yep. just let that go. The kid's not going to be able to just continue playing with the nail polish. Right. You know? So we have to deal with the urgent, but we have to also continually focus on the vision that we have for our lives later mm. and where we're going to go with that. So and we need to do that every okay. day on a daily basis. So you're saying, um, 
inside of our daily lives, we need to build in time to not, yeah. not let the pressure of now blur the vision of later. So we need to build in time to focus on some of yes. our, our longer term goals. Yeah. Okay. And for moms, I would say that's got to happen in the morning. Okay. Because it, it just disappears. There's like this magic envelope that happens when the time you set your alarm to wake up until the time your, you know, life really starts going and the kids wake up. Right. And if you're not accessing that envelope of time when you can get into God's word, when you can really feed into your vision, when you mm. can spend time in prayer, then you are not using the most productive time of your day. If you're letting the kids wake you up, that's gone. Like you'll be dealing with the urgent for the rest of the day. Yeah. No, that's, that's a, that's a word. That's good. Yeah. That's, that'll that's, preach. That'll preach. Yeah. Hannah, what do you say to like, have you ever struggled with uh, perfectionism in, oh, no, in, never. <laughs> in motherhood? I'm perfect. I don't struggle <laughs> yeah. with that. Are you kidding no, me? No, because I'm already perfect. I don't struggle with that. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I sometimes don't even realize how we build these pictures of whatever perfect is, you know, it's the, the mom you saw at Chuck E. Cheese with the perfect yeah. hair, but um, what is, how do you teach people? Cause there's so many people that look to you, um, to kind of break free from that. How do you untangle that for us? Well, this is like the mantra I live by. Okay. I, I have a shirt with it. I would spray okay. paint it on my living room wall if I could, right. but sloppy success beats perfect failure because so many wow. times we wait until we can do it perfectly. We don't wipe up that spill because we wait until we can mop the whole floor perfectly. We don't yeah. fold a little bit of laundry because we wait until we can fold eight loads at one time uninterrupted. And we don't spend time with our child reading a book because we want to wait until the perfect time when we can sit and we can, mm. that perfect, uh, that perfect time never happens. Wow. Not for most people. I, if it does, then wow. awesome. Tell me how to do it. But wow. I have found that there is no perfect time. You have to make it. And sometimes you got to do it sloppy Good. before it ever gets cleaned up. You got to do it hard before it ever gets easy. Got to do it messy before it ever gets neat. Yes. And okay. so we have to do what we can and just do enough. That's so good. Yeah. Like you can spray some cleaner and mop it up with your foot in a paper towel. You don't have to wait until yeah. you can do it perfectly. You can pick up a few things. You don't have to wait until you can clean the whole room. Mm. So just embrace sloppy success. Sloppy success. That is fantastic. Is that what's Otherwise written? you're frozen. Otherwise you really you're are. Frozen. You're paralyzed okay, by you're perfection. Paralyzed. And, you know, for, for those of us with multiple children, I know you have seven, I have three. Do you find that as you get more children, um, you just, you, you get looser with these things? You, you start to break free from some yeah, of these Yeah, I can't even like, my, yeah, I'm so much looser now. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, we're just... No, but I really think it's, it's funny because I remember one time when, um, this woman from my Bible study came over to deliver a meal after we had our seventh kid. And, um, we didn't hear her knocking because the house was so noisy. We had music blaring. We were dancing and there's like all this action going on. She just opens up the door and she's like, Oh my word. She's like deep Southern, deep Southern. And she's standing with her, with her crock pot. She's like, there is a big old difference in coming to someone's house who has seven kids and someone with one. Wow. Cause she's like, you have to like walk in with, when it's like the little newborn, you have to cover your feet and, <laughs> and be quiet. And then, you know, there's my newborn baby, like laying in the easy chair, <laughs> taking a nap and they're doing just dance and I'm doing it with them. And she's like, 
do you even need this meal? <laughs> I, I just, I think you thought you start to just like get yeah, in the flow of things. That's so good. And everyone knows their role. Everyone knows their position. Right. So yeah, no, I, I agree. Cause I think new moms, sometimes I, I almost, I think it's almost harder. Like when, but oh. I, if you do have more kids or like, I think you just do start to become sloppier and just happier overall. You know, you just, I mean, my house is neat, but right. cause that's, you know, yes. Yes. I, we have to like all no, the kids agreed. Right. have zones they have to do. They have right. chores they have to do. Yeah. I'm not that mom who is going to, you know, wipe my kids bottom when they're 15 years old and fold their laundry. I mean, right. you know, they're in yes. charge of their clothes. Yes. They're in charge of their room. Right. And there's a level of expectation. And I think we do a disservice to mm. our kids when we don't enable them to have life skills like that. So yes. So yeah, but as far as like the maniacal kind of like I need to micromanage everything, right. yes, that's gone. It's, okay. it, it is kind of like the difference between running a um, just a one man shop yeah. where you have to like manage everything and just knowing how to trust people with certain authorities that's and great. certain. So yeah, I, I actually love this about what you teach, and and I saw this on your show. Um, would you? kind of segue into some of the systems that you teach people to set up, like the zone thing is like, yeah, I would love for you to share that. Yeah. I actually, I wish I could carry my computer in the kitchen and let you see oh. it, but, um, <laughs> but we have, um, all of our kids have certain zones they have to do. So we have every, our house is divided into four zones and I try to help okay. moms with their housekeeping by dividing their home into four zones. Okay. And so you have like the kitchen and where you eat and then you have your living space and you have your bedrooms and bathrooms, then outside areas. But, you know, do this any way you want. Okay. And then every week, as far as the like big cleaning, like the decluttering or the, um, you know, where you want to go through and give away stuff or deep clean, that kind of thing, only okay. work on those zones. So that's okay. what I suggest for moms to do personally, because our kids, as much as we try to get them, they're not going to declutter. They're not going to deep clean. That's oh, not, that's not their thing. So I that's see. our thing. I see. So the maintenance, maintenance during the week is the kids. And then we. Because it declutter. only bothers us. Yeah. They're not I mean, bothered. have you thought about that? The clutter and the deep cleaning. We're the only ones who care really. And so we're the only ones who are going to do it up to a certain standard. That's good. But. All the kids have to do a certain zone and it rotates every week. So for example, um, and I have more than four kids, so I divide them up and, you know, two, 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 and one can work with the dog or whatever. Okay. Okay. So, um, but then they have that zone and every day before they can eat, their okay. zone has to be done. Yep. And it's so funny, Eileen, because I I've had it. my kids do like, uh, I'm so hungry. <laughs> I can't do my zone when I'm this hungry. And I'm like, then you better hurry. Before the oatmeal gets cold, like you better hurry, Jack. You know, because so, you know this is it ain't gonna go I anywhere. And they're oh like, my gosh. "Oh, I'll clean up, I guess." Oh. It's like you are putting more energy into the production into the drama yes. than actual like pick oh. up your zone. So, oh my gosh, yeah. I've got to wipe off a bathroom counter. Yeah, it's funny. I know. No, I I know. With my kids, I'm like, well, then I guess we can't, you know, go go to the park or go to the library, and then suddenly, no, no, I I got it. I'll take oh, yeah. it. You know, it's just amazing how. Oh yeah, um, and then their cleaning ability. You know how fast they can do their zone if we're having leftover oatmeal as opposed to having like chocolate croissants. It's crazy. It's like, wow, you did your zone in like 23 seconds. That is so cool. 
So, yeah. oh my gosh, I know, never a dull moment. And then, are there other systems that you're like, man, this is huge if moms get this? So, I, th- I mean, house cleaning, like that right there, the zone, I yeah. have to figure out how I can provide a link to maybe some more information where you talk about that. Because I think um, I read that actually that's the number. I don't know if this is true, but it's like the number one stressor of women. If their oh, house is disorganized. And yeah. then I read that if their house is under renovations, like moms can actually go into like nervous breakdowns. I think that's our identity. I mean, we're like yeah. the homemakers. And when you're like threatening our identity, it's like, oh man, I feel horrible. Oh, I mean, yeah. kind of okay. like if you're not feeling well. Right. I don't want to be in a messy house. Like I can't like, yeah. my husband will be like, oh, you're tired. Just sit down or, yeah. oh, why don't you just rest? I'm like, how do we rest in this? How like, no, we got to get yes. this cleaned up. I can so understand that. Right. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. So, and tell us, Hannah, like, are there other systems? And I, I'd love for you to talk about um, your, some of the online courses that you guys offer, but to, what are the other systems that moms, like, if they could just get this down, it would yeah. be. Well, one thing I suggest for moms to do is to put on your butt kicking boots every morning. And that just means get up to an alarm, get up early, get yourself dressed. I mean, all the way down to the boots, you know, I mean, like get on your shoes so that you are dressed professionally. You can't Mm. do a professional job when you're in, you know, uh, an old yeah. sweatshirt and, you know, running around barefooted because I mean, yeah, wow, you're comfortable, good. but you don't feel like a professional. If I showed up, if I had a job, you okay. know, at the bank down here and I showed up in a sweatsuit, they'd be like, can you just go home? You yeah. know, maybe like do your hair and, you know, put on yeah. some decent clothes That's because great. we don't feel professional. We can't exhibit that professionalism and it doesn't just help us but it helps us get the respect that we feel we deserve as a mom because respect is earned it's not given and if you don't treat your job with respect and dress for it with respect nobody's going to give you that respect your kids aren't your spouses that's really powerful Hannah that's so you have to set the standard and you're the only one who can do that so I suggest like like get up get dressed you will feel so much better you'll be so much more productive yeah yeah, it's powerful. That's awesome. Oh my gosh. And um, tell us more about your what you offer online. And I know your website, Hannah Help Me, has like a ton of resources. Yeah. What other resources can we learn and glean from you? Because you are so good at Aww, teaching moms. thank you. Seriously. Thank you. It's like we need this information. Like we need someone to be like, sweetheart, get up. <laughs> Get, I may not be go that. Go ahead and get dressed. Yeah, 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 sweetheart. Kind of person. You are butt I may kicking be, boots. Get your butt out of bed. That's, we need that. That's what we need. I'll just record your voice saying that. Yeah. So, yeah, but tell us more about, like, what other, what other resources we can learn if we, like, are interested in learning more from you. Yeah, totally. Uh, we have Mom Master University, okay. which is, like, a university with all our subscribers, and we do group coaching every single Friday. So like live group coaching, you know, Q and a, all that kind of stuff. And so it's an incredible, uh, group of moms who are totally kicking booty and just like really taking charge of their lives. And we have what's called a 90 day mom challenge Okay, where that's kind of like the entrance into mom mastery university. You have to go through the 90 day mom challenge. Got it. So, and, uh, but it's, it's so much fun. We have lots of resources on the website. Okay. We have a mom boot camp coming out. Ooh, tell us really okay. soon okay. and probably be out by the time you air this. Okay. It's just mombootcamp.com. Mombootcamp.com. Yeah. Okay. And it's like the best 
information that you can just start taking mm. action immediately. Because a lot of moms, wow. uh, and actually just a lot of people feel like they're just spinning and they don't know how to like stop and start getting traction, wow. you know? And so this boot camp kind of makes you stop okay. and assess it, take, get traction and start making radical improvements in your life. So, so I'm very excited about that. Oh my gosh. And you have to have the skills, Eileen. It would yeah. be like... If Someone hired me to do plumbing work. I would be like, um, I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll watch a YouTube video and maybe, I don't know. Like, Pray. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. And so a lot of people think, uh, motherhood, yeah, sure, no problem. Right. And then you don't have the skill set for it. Wow. And if you're wow. going to achieve success and know how to raise your kids to be disciplined and yeah. Uh, respectful mm -hmm. and loving. And if you're going to have a great marriage, if you're going to be able to manage your house, it doesn't just happen. It you have happen. to have the skills to make it happen. That's so and good. so that's what we do is we just, we just teach the skills on how to really rock your life as a mom. Oh, so good. Oh my gosh. Well, Hannah, this has been amazing. And I am going to sign up for your boot camp. I encourage <laughs> every single person listening to this to sign up because we all can go a little bit higher in that totally. kind of growing in our skills. So Hannah, Thank you for what you do and just for pouring and the ministry that you have towards women. It is, it's unbelievable. Oh, it's thank such you a so huge much. Gift. So thanks so much for being. Oh, Eileen, it is my blessing. I love what you are doing for women and just helping them learn to embrace their body, get a better perception of their health. And yeah. it's, it's so powerful what yeah. you're doing. Yeah. And I'm so grateful that God has anointed you for that. And also that you have the boldness to just step out be your story and be obedient to that because you're blessing so many people. Thank oh, you. Thanks, Anna. Awesome. Well, we'll see you again so soon. Love you, Hannah.